Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, the one and only Strawberry Ace. I'm so excited. I had to redo the show. Luke Fickle is staying. Unbelievable. Take that, Michigan State. I'm so excited. That is great. I had to redo the whole freaking show, but that's okay. <laughs> I had it recorded and everything. I was getting ready to upload it, but Luke, you are the man. This is awesome. Luke is staying. First really good coach we've had to stay past three years. <clears throat> D'Antoni left after three. Kelly left left after three. Butch left after three. Tuverell stayed for four. We wanted him to leave after two. But now we got Luke, and he's staying. That's so awesome. So, that report of Luke is leaving, and the defensive coordinator is leaving, and the number one, Mr. Ohio, the quarterback for Wyoming, is leaving. None of it's true. None. None of it's true. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little excited. I was, the Bearcat, I'm a Bearcat football fan. I expected him to leave after three years. I mean, they all, all the other ones have. <clears throat> I told you, him and the AD got a good, a good uh, relationship. I don't know. He's betting on himself. He's betting on this program. Like I said, I said I thought it'd be kind of hard for him to leave because he's got the biggest or highest ranked recruiting class coming into Cincinnati. That would be hard to leave to go to the mess of a Michigan State. It's a mess. And I'm sorry, yes, Michigan State could give us more money, give him more money, and it's a Power 5 conference and all this, but Lucas decided to stay. This is a great day to be a Bearcat. Whoo! Thank you, Luke Fickle. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> Try to get into my rundown here. We had uh, a crazy game versus UC versus uh, Wichita State. My Twitter blew up yesterday about Luke Fickle. Now you know why. <laughs> and Xavier versus Providence. Very good game. Like I just went off uh, at the beginning of the show, Luke Fickle has decided to stay. I am very excited about that. Very, very happy. All this stuff. Now, I posted stuff, things that I heard. You know, I didn't say any of it was true. I, actually, I said, I don't think it's true. <laughs> or I said, I'm not sure how true this is, is what I said. So it's just information. I was getting information out as far as what they were saying. I'm not an official reporter. I'm just a guy with a YouTube channel. So this is what Michigan and their folks were tweet, tweeting out. They were wrong. Luke's staying. Oh, man. Got to calm down here. Got to pay some bills. <laughs> the Ice Cave and Strawberry Ice, as always, is brought to you by T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property needs and your rental rental property management needs and your rental needs. I'll get it right. Messed up my own commercial. All right, let's get into the UC basketball game. Now, during the game, my Twitter was blowing up with Luke Fickle stuff. So, it was a very, yesterday was a very emotional day. This last few days, as far as being a Bearcat fan, has been up and down and up and down. Unfortunately, UC lost a tough one yesterday at UConn in overtime, 72-71. to uh, Trey Scott led the team in points with 25. He had a great game. He was hitting, he hit, what, three, four, three-pointers? And he was a beast on the boards. He was really the only one. Because we got out-rebounded, according to Mo Egger, by 18 rebounds, which is not good. 
especially when you got a seven-footer, Trey Scott and Diare. Now, Diare, I gave him praise on Thursday because he had a really good game. Yesterday, not so much, man. I, and I really do think that hurt because I, he they couldn't put him in there. He was going so fast, and he just was so excited to, to play. It's just he was, he was playing too fast. He was dribbling the ball out of bounds, missing pa- or, you know, Missing passes, it just it wasn't a very good game for D, uh, <clears throat> Mamadou. After what a, a great game he had Thursday. Now he had the controversial in. Was it a foul? Yeah, it was a foul. Did it happen before or after the buzzer went off? Now Joe Daneman on Fox 19 last night slowed it down and did it frame by frame. <clears throat> now by that it looks like he got fouled after the buzzer went off. Now. I couldn't tell that until he did it frame by frame. You cannot possibly tell me that referee saw that in live action. There is no way. He just wasn't going to call a foul. (laughs) That was the bottom line. Because, did you watch the game? It was a football game. I mean, it was, there was a lot of fouls, a lot of stuff that should have been fouled that, or they called fouls that got let go. Now, Chris Vogt, I'm sorry, got Pulled to the ground and he his leg went underneath him. He almost tore his knee up. How that was not a flagrant one on UConn's player, I will never know. Because he hooked him, he held it, and he pulled him all the way down to the floor. I mean, that's that's as flagrant as you get. I mean, in live action, I thought he grabbed his jersey and pulled him down, but he just hooked, hooked his arm and pulled him down. And it's a hook and hold. That's what they're trying to get out of the game. That should have been a flagrant one. And throwing him out. Anyway. Either way, Bearcats lost. It was a end of a very tough week. I mean, they started out the week against Houston. And then had the big win. Or big win against Houston. And a big win at Wichita. I said it's going to be tough to go to UConn and beat UConn after these last two games. But they almost pulled it out. They looked tired to me. I, You know... They had a flight, and you know, everything. They're 19, 20 years old. They shouldn't be tired. Like, they look tired. Jaron Cumberland looked tired. I mean, he exuded a lot of energy in that Wichita State game going down the stretch. And here, he tried to do the same thing, and he just didn't. He just didn't have it. He he didn't have the explosion. It looked like at the beginning of the year where he he couldn't get by guys, and then if he did, he couldn't finish the shot. I mean, because Jaron will make some difficult shots, and they'll go in. He just didn't have it. He just flat didn't have it. Now, that's where, in my opinion, Keith Williams should have stepped up and tried to, to take more of the scoring on his shoulder down the stretch or get the ball in the crisp vote, which they, uh, for some reason, they go away from too much, I think, in crunch time because vote was having a good game. <clears throat> so... I don't know. I just think down the stretch, they they tried to do the same thing they did in Wichita, which it worked in Wichita. It just didn't work here. And I wish Brandon or the players, I mean, I'm not sure whose fault you put that on <clears throat> because Brandon could have tell, could have been telling them to run a play for somebody else and they weren't doing it. I don't know. Um, just you got to switch it up when it comes to 
it's not working. You're doing the same thing and it's not working. You got to try something else different. Jaron should have tried to kick it over because there's one time where he made a drive and, and I'll give credit to the TV announcers who I think were flat awful, honestly. He made a drive. Jaron made a drive and Javon is wide open in the corner for a three-pointer and Jaron shot it anyway. So <clears throat> as part of it, I think Jaron was taking too much on his shoulders. He passed the ball a ton at the beginning of the game. was doing great. And then down the stretch, it seemed like he was determined to win it himself. That's where he's got to realize it's not going in for you. Pass the ball, you know. Try to get your teammates in. See if they can do it because your shot was not going in. So, anyway, hopefully they learn from this. Like I said, it's we lost by one point in overtime at UConn. It's, I don't think that's a bad loss. I mean, it would have been another Quadrant 1 win. I'm hoping the committee looks at that saying, that's not a bad loss at all, which it's not. I don't think they look at it that way. I just think they looked that we lost to UConn, which they should look at more in-depth at it. But, you know. Anyway, I uh, went to B-Dub Saturday night with my buddy. I checked out the Xavier Providence game. And uh, X1, 64-58. Tyreek Jones, dude, has been a beast on the boards. His third straight game of 18 rebounds. All three games, 18 rebounds. He likes that number. I wish the Bearcat could have had a guy like that on, on our team. It would have helped Sunday. X was led in scoring by Paul Shrugs. He hit 13 points. Very good win for Xavier. They've won three in a row, all three of Big East games. Uh, in the net right now, they are ranked higher than Cincinnati. Um, I don't think either one of us are in right now still. <laughs> uh, I know UC is first four out right now. So, Xavier's next game is next Monday versus St. John's. So, I want to get back. Actually, I meant to say this with the Bearcats before. Um, If they win their conference, which they are in position to, now they're in second place behind UC, or excuse me, behind Houston, that gets them in. So... When I was saying before, at the beginning of the year, when we had to win everything, <clears throat> I didn't think we were going to have a chance to win the conference because the way Tulsa and, and Memphis and Houston, I didn't think we were going to catch them. Well, we've caught them. And uh, Thursday, we were in first place. Now we're in second because Houston blew out Wichita State. Come on, Wichita State, at least show up. Um, so that is the other thing that we have to keep in mind. If we win the conference, then we're in. So, <clears throat> it's not only a matter of winning the right games. Two, two reasons to win the right. Winning the right games as far as your ranking goes. And to try to stay ahead or get ahead of Houston and win the conference. So, there's still a chance that the Bearcats... There's a very good chance the Bearcats are going to be in the tournament. And, Xavier, I don't, I don't know if they're going to get it. They're starting to play a lot better. But, like I said, there are, <clears throat> their net ranking is higher than ours. So... I hope they both go in. I mean, honestly, the way this college basketball season has been, as crazy as it's been, and how many upsets we've had, how are you going to keep these teams out? I mean, I think it's going to come down. It might come down to more of the teams that have always been in there. The the committee might take those over ones that haven't because it's been so crazy. Just my thoughts. I don't know. 
Either way, it's going to be fun down the stretch watching UC and Xavier. Now, <clears throat> on Monday's show, I always do the best thing in sports I saw over the weekend. Regardless if you are, what your th- thoughts are on the general Robert Montgomery Knight. It's been 20 years since he's set foot on Indiana's campus. I think it was great to see him on that court getting cheered. You can see the emotion on his face. You can see the emotion on his player's face and how much love they have for that man. So I thought that was that was the best thing I, I saw in sports weekend. I don't know if the hatch is buried between Bob Knight and Indiana. I never thought the man would ever go back because he's a very stubborn, stubborn guy. I it kind of it shocked me I, that I saw him there. But did you see the very awkward moment with him and Dickie V? I, I like Dickie V was all happy, and then I guess he tried to touch his hair or hug him, or, and Knight did not like that at all. I mean, he looked like he was going to punch Dickie V. So that was kind of weird, but, you know, there's always some kind of weird, awkward moment with Knight. Anyway, but getting back to him and his players and the crowd, it meant a lot to to the fans to see him there and his players. So that was the best thing in sports I saw over the weekend. Until Monday when Luke Fickle decided to come back to UC. (laughs) So I got two of them now. Anyway, but that that happened on Monday. So over the weekend was night. So technically it's it's night. <laughs> anyway, that's just sports, baby. Check me out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share. Tell all your friends about me. I got the podcast going. It's blowing up, baby. Strawberry Isis is uh going like wildfire. <laughs> See you guys. Bye.